What's going on, guys? This is Dan with the FNX Podcast. Eddie Gira is our third guest ever. He is a pastor. He is a Rise 45 Summer Shred winner. He won the five grand this summer. And also, Eddie is an elite ambassador. Eddie's been with us for just under eight months. Um, so he's been part of the squad for a little while. Eddie is a cool guy. He's fascinating. He's got a lot of really kind of interesting, more in-the-weeds conversation about Rise 45. But we're also going to talk about his career, about his life, and, and really just more about what makes Eddie tick. I just wanted to remind you guys really quick, please rate, review, get on there, whether that is through your Apple, through your Spotify, or whatever you use for your podcast. First 100 people who rate and review are going to get entered into a drawing to win $300 bundle. Killer. What's that bundle look like? It's up to you. It's your choice. That's how these things work. What? How nice is that? Rate, review. Give us some love. Tell us the truth. Tell us what you think. So, rate, review, and then jump into the podcast. Let's get started. All right. Uh, fun fact. Um, last week, uh, we had Jessica Zachariah on. Uh, she was a Rise 45 winner, school teacher, elite ambassador, amazing human being. Um, my daughters and I sat and watched, I have 12 year old girls. They are beautiful, wonderful, and also brutally honest. And one of my girls said, Hey, um, she makes you look ugly. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, Oh, and she, and the other girls like, were you nervous talking to her? Cause she's really pretty. I was like, no, I wasn't nervous talking to her. I was like, she's just cool. And, and they're like, but you look like an ogre beside her. Um, so, uh, hey guys, um, I'm really excited because while love being on camera now, yeah, thanks, thanks for that. I'm not insecure even a little bit. Uh, now, fortunately, um, while Eddie is a beautiful man, Eddie Gira is a beautiful man. Um, he is, um, he's not Jess. Um, and so my daughters won't be like, man, what's wrong with your face today, Daniel? Um, so, uh, but before that, Chris, How's it going? I'm so good, man. How are you? I'm good. It's uh, it, it's Thursday. It's my Friday. Ooh. Oh yeah, you're uh, you're heading out of town, right? Yeah, I'm going to a little 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 place called Duck Creek. Little Duck Creek. Uh, as the locals call it. They call it Duck Creek. Duck I, Creek. My my hometown was Mill Creek. Um, uh -huh. and and I was called a cricker. <laughs> uh, because if you live in Mill Creek, you called it Mill Creek. Mill Creek. Yeah, I was a uh -huh. cricker. Um, which is also I think like a hate speech. Um. <laughs> Definitely made me feel hated. Yeah. Oh, he's just a cricker. Yeah. He only that's, has, he only owns two socks. That's not great. Uh, Chris, uh, in the nerd front, I have exciting news for you. Yeah. 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 Tell me. Tell uh, me. So, Chris, you're, you are top five nerdiest person I know. Good. Good. Um, or bottom five. I don't know how we'd rank that. Uh, I don't know either. Mm, we'll call it top. All right. Uh, top five nerdiest person I know. Okay. And I am going to be the dungeon master. And Dungeons and Dragons, uh, and we do a session zero uh -huh. uh, this Saturday. So, uh, ha have you played before? I have. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I have. I, I've dabbled a little bit. All right. So it's not just like jumping in cold. No, no. I, I've I've DM'd um, for there was a Stranger Things one. Oh, fun. Okay. Um, I mean, it's like just based on the the Demogorgon. Uh huh. Um, it was and kind of a little bit upside down. Yeah. Um, it was fun. I DM'd that with uh, my brother in law and, and some other family. Um, 
pretty pretty awful. I do feel like um I, I, I feel like that made it popular again for sure. Stranger Things. Oh my gosh, yeah, it just helped. Yeah, my, my yep. son my son my son started playing it after he watched that. Like him and a bunch of his friends. Like they were that group of kids. Yeah. Like on on, yeah. on the T V show. Yeah. 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 And and uh so we're gonna do one called uh Waterdeep, Dragon Heist. Okay. Uh <laughs> Dragon Heist, I like it. Yeah, sounds cool. Yeah. Uh, I got the book. Okay. I uh, started reading it last night. Uh-huh. Uh already lost. Good. Um, probably already lost all of our viewers. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, no that's one's... a full. That's a full zero. It's full right zero. There. No, <laughs> killing it. That's encouraging. Eddie, you're gonna have to come in and save us here in a few. Um, before that, though, mm-hmm. did you see the Olympic race? I think it was actually yesterday. Was it yesterday or even this morning? I just saw it today. Yeah. There was, there was a race where a gal fell down. Right. On the last lap. We've oh, yeah, look at you already got it up. You're the yeah. man. Yeah. You're so good. Did you see this? No. Uh, I So I didn't see it. I, you had talked about it a little bit. Some other people had talked about it. I hadn't seen it, so Dude. I went ahead and pulled it up. Dude. Bonkers. Yeah. Uh, I, okay. Listen. If you're out there, um, and okay, first off, if you're uh, listening to this podcast, this is not going to be awesome radio. <laughs> Um, if you're watching this though, you're going to freaking love this, right? Uh, can you, can you just yeah. move me out of the way? Can we move me yeah, out of the we way? Can, we can move you out of the way. That's let's, fine. Let's make let's this thing. That. Let's put the star of the show in Boom. here. Let's check this out, man. Watch right, this. Let's go Watch this. So it's going to be, um, oh, what's her name? What's her name? Uh, Sifan Hassan. Sifan Hassan. So she is in the orange. Yep. And she is about to fall. All right. She's the second one to fall there. Now, she is not here to take your crap. No. Like, look at that. Like, she is up and at him. Listen, you cannot be a company who fashions yourselves after the Phoenix, ladies and gentlemen, and not expect to get a little bit of ashes in this piece. This woman's got her ashes right now, and she's like, yeah, I'm cool. She's stronger. taking it. Look at that. Look at, I mean, so just chipping away. This is what it... Eddie Gear, I know you're listening to this right now. You go ahead and use this for a Sunday sermon, baby. But I'm telling you right now, you watch this girl go. She is just chipping away. She is breaking it down. Is she Look using too much energy? Is Look at she? that. Does it matter? Ladies and gentlemen, Hassan is not here for your crap. Bang. Boom. Bang. All the way back in. I like that line from on the track to across the line first. Like, that's pretty great. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the FNX podcast. Eddie, let's get you in here, man. Let's do it. Let's get, let's get our man, Eddie Gira on, on the track. Oh, and a little bit of me, Eddie, Eddie, boom. Hey, what's up y'all? How we doing? Bro, I tell you what, man, that will definitely preach. I hope they gave some of that girl some rebirth or something after she got done with that. Yeah, go on with that. You can preach that too. Go ahead and preach that too. Yeah. What? That's right. That's right. That's how we do. <laughs> Eddie, I'm I'm so pumped to get you on, man. Uh this is this cool. is exciting stuff we got going on over here. I, I like I wanted to get that infuse that little bit of energy. I watched that earlier today. I had chills. I was on fire. Um it absolutely just it, it you know, it, it sets the standard of of so much of what it means to, to just live this life. Um, yeah, that's right. Eddie, Rise 45 winner, lead ambassador. Got two in a row here. Yeah, right. Welcome, man. How you doing today? 
I'm doing good, man. We are just back from vacation, so uh, so I'm doing pretty well, man. A little rested, relaxed. Uh, didn't really have a place to do any workouts, so I had to do some double unders in the hallway while people were walking by eating cookies, man. So kind of how it goes with a rope? I guess. No, I, I did hit the exit sign a couple times, Ooh, so, yeah. so I had to scoot up a little bit, but mm -hmm. you know, it's helping me to jump maybe not as high trying to get double unders on, so worked out pretty well. It was fun, yeah. man. You gotta learn how to conserve that energy. Me, you're, hey man, you're very welcome. Yeah, Listen, I knew, I knew having you on here. I, I was excited. I think you are a very fascinating human being. Um, <laughs> not just because you've won Rise Forty Five, but just, you know, I've got to know you over here over the last what six, eight months. Yeah. Um, you're a good dude. Uh, you're, you're our people. Well, thanks, and, man. And when, when we, when we get a chance to chat with our people, um, I, I definitely want to do it. Um, and, and especially somebody who I know with you, you're going to bring the energy. Um, I, I got a yeah. series of questions I want to go through. I want to ask you, we'll just vibe, we'll chat. Sure. Um, first question, Eddie, what do you do for a living? So I'm an associate pastor at a church called Healing Place Church in Louisiana. And, um, that pretty much means you do everything. Uh, so I, me and my wife, we oversee, um, zero all the way through college, um, student wise. And then we oversee small groups for our campus. My wife leads our women's ministry. Um, we also have two ministries that go into prisons. We go into Angola State Penitentiary and into Dixon Correctional Institute. And so uh, that's the first and the second Sunday night of the month. Um, I oversee all, we do a lot, bro. You know, can't be a part of uh, a part of FNX and just do a little bit of stuff. But we uh, so also oversee all of our tech stuff, all of our uh, leaders on Sunday mornings and occasionally preach on Sundays. So so. A whole hat full of stuff, man. How long have you been doing it? Whew, uh, we've been a campus for 16 years now. So wow. um, associate pastor for about five. Uh, me and my wife were the youth pastors before that uh, from the start of the church. So we have uh, 12, about 11, 12 years in youth ministry and then the rest in uh, with adults, which are basically big kids with money. You know how that goes, man. <laughs> I do. I, that is, I'm I'm a big kid without money. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm, I feel that I'm the same way, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, man, you want a little bit of money, right? You got a little bit. That's right. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's all gone. That's a, yeah, yeah. Preach that, preach that. I get it. He, he just got back from vacation. Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. I know what happens in that that's vacation. Right. That account that count that's gets right. real low by the end of vacation. Oh, You're like, man, does it ever? I guess we're we're going. Hey, for our last night out, we're going to Little Caesars. <laughs> No, man, we just got to eat in the room for the last night out. We yeah. had some leftovers, bro. Yep. Yeah, there ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, no. how, did, how did you get into the ministry? So, so I, I'm curious, like, you know, last week when we were talking to Jess, you know, she yeah. went into being a teacher, and it's like that's not necessarily something you can just fall into. I feel like with the ministry, right. while it's not necessarily something you can fall into, there's, not, there's no one clear path, right? Did you go to college? Yeah. Did you go to, like, a pastoral college? Like, what? how did you get into it? Oh, excuse, excuse me. So, um, man, well, a little bit about me is crazy, dude. So I remember going to a youth group, literally a guy, uh, kept on asking me to go. And I was like, dude, I will go if you'll shut up and never ask me to go to church again. And so he's like, okay, I'll do it. So I went and, uh, man, that night, I the pastor who is now my senior pastor, which is crazy to think of, um, he was preaching a message and I just, uh, just realized I was down at the altar and I was giving my heart to the Lord. And I'm like, man, I have no clue how I got here. What's going on. <laughs> and, uh, 
And that night I was laying in my bed and, and uh, started thinking, you know how like you rehearse some of the things that go on throughout the day or whatever. And I just, I remember looking up at my fan and being like, okay, Lord, I know you're real. It'd be stupid of me to think that you're not or ridiculous. You know, like I can't, there's no way that I can look at everything in the world that, you know, all of creation and not believe in you. And so if you want to use me, you got to let me know right now. And dude, I'm not kidding, Dan. Um, the moment I said it, there was like this knock on my window and it was the same guy who had come back with somebody else and brought me a Bible and said, Hey, look, we just want to pray with you and let you know that the Lord has a plan for you. And so I was wow. like, dang, all right, well, let's go. You know, I don't know what that means. So I was in high school when that happened and, you know, was going to church on Wednesday nights and stuff. Didn't even understand like the concept of a Sunday morning church. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it was, it was really weird. Um, but then I found out that Sundays started going there. And then I, after high school, I went to uh, Joyce Meyer Ministries. So I did Bible college there for a year and then got hired on staff for a year. And then I felt like the Lord was moving me back down to Louisiana. And so, uh, you know, the food's really good. So we got to eat and I come back down and, uh, I go back to the place where I was going to church at and I met, uh, the guy, his name's Pastor Timmy, and he was preaching from the stage. And I felt like the Lord told me, you need to be his armor bearer. Had no clue what an armor bearer was then. I just knew what the Lord spoke to me. So I went and did that. And uh, that's kind of how I got started, man. He said, well, perfect. Um, I actually told him in a little context. I told him, I said, look, I know you don't know me and I don't know you, but I feel like the Lord just told me I need to be your armor bearer. And so what was crazy was he told me, he said, well, you know, I do know you, your name's Eddie, and uh, I'll pick you up at your house tomorrow. We're going to start morning prayer. And I'm like, okay, that's a little weird. How ah. do you know me? And how, how do you know where I live? And so uh, it was just crazy, man. And so he picked me up the next morning and then, you know, we would, we would do morning prayer and they were launching a campus in St. Francisville. And uh, he, he asked me if I'd come and help. And that's kind of how it started. I mean, it's more impressive that he was just like, oh yeah, I know you. You're Eddie. Yeah, right. I'll be at your house tomorrow. Right. Let's, let's go. I had no clue who he was. I'm like, okay, this is kind of freaky. I'm like, yeah. how do you how do you know me? <laughs> yeah, oh, that's super yeah. cool, man. So, mm -hmm. so I feel like uh, you know, I I, I have uh, actually this last year is the first time that I've not been in church leadership since I have been have been a disciple since I since I, I have uh, made the commitment. Um, we my wife and I decided to take kind of a step out of of church leadership, and and you know, while uh, this podcast is definitely not. A religious podcast. I don't want to, you know, if, if you are not a spiritual person, uh, still keep in. Uh, don't don't let us yeah, lose you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. We, but I, I want to hit on this just because I think this stuff's interesting, and I think it's sometimes there's questions that maybe don't get asked. Um, like one yeah. is, I think there's a lot of misconceptions about the ministry, in particular, like, hey, you know, all day every day, all you do is just sit around and read your Bible, um, <laughs> listen to some Hillsong United, uh, you know. Maybe go on a prayer walk with your wife and take like two or three naps. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. That would be awesome. It is not <laughs> that at all. Man. What does your day look like, man? Man, so uh, it kind of varies, but uh, sometimes, sometimes you know, we'll we'll do morning prayer in the morning, uh, just depending on what season our church is in. Um, but for me, my my start to the day is I get up, I go, I hit the gym. Uh, bring kids to school. Then I go into the office. So I'm in the office probably somewhere around 8, 45, 9 o'clock. Um, might be a little late for some people, but uh, just depending on how the day looks. So I'll go in there, return some, check some emails, things like that. We'll meet and talk about what, um, what the week's going to look like, uh, what 
you know, prayer needs that people in the church have. Who, who are we going to visit? Are they in the hospital? Are they at home? Um, you know, we, on Fridays, we cut 25 widows yards. And so, um, so that's not your typical pastor role. Um, you know, if there's something that needs to be fixed around the facility, uh, we kind of all take care of that stuff. Uh, we'll go to lunch, meet some people there. It varies on who we're taking to lunch and things like that, you know, and, uh, what ministry we're talking about that day. Uh, then we're back at the church and we are, um, counseling. I mean, it's counseling pretty much every day. Somebody's coming in, they're either needing some help with, uh, some finances for an electric bill or their kids in school and they're struggling and they need to talk to a pastor to, to see, you know, how to, uh, I mean, they just, they, it's crazy, Dan. People ask, Hey, can you make my kid better? Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, um, I can't do anything about that, but Jesus can. And so maybe I can help you. And so that way you can lead your family better. And, uh, and so we have conversations like that all the time. Sometimes it's setting up for a men's ministry deal or a women's ministry deal. Um, but it's few and far between when we actually have time to sit in the office and, um, and read our Bibles because we're just busy. You know, our, our vision for our church, for Healing Place Church, is to be a healing place for a hurting world. And so um, we also know that hurting people hurt people. And so mm. we're all hurting on some, in some level, on some aspect. And, uh, man, it's, there are more people that are hurting than you would think there are in the world. Um, and so it's never a dull moment. We've had people walk in before. Uh, I've had a guy that has walked in before, actually a couple of weeks ago, he was, I mean, just slapped drunk at about 1030 in the morning, um, talking about wanting to kill himself and commit suicide. And I know I'm going to heaven and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, hold on, wait, let's, let's sit down. Let, let me get you some coffee. Let's talk about this. Like why, what got you to this place? You know, it's like, Oh, I've always, I've always just wanted to go to heaven and die. And I'm like, you know, I don't think that's really what you want, man. Like here, here's some more coffee. Let's talk some more about this and let's, let's figure out what the root of this is. Yeah. Um, and, and so, I mean, it's a lot that goes on, man. It's, it's hardly ever listening to music and reading your Bible. You know, it's, that's, that, that seems to happen more. Um, I have three kids and a wife, so that seems to happen more at home after the kids are asleep. And so, uh, so a little less, let's just go sing Kumbaya in the office, you know, <laughs> and, and more of like, let's help hurting people type stuff. I, I appreciate that. I, uh, it's, it's a good distinction too, because I think, you know, um, a lot of times people assume that, you know, a pastor or a preacher, you know, your, your job is, is what you do that Sunday morning. Right. Um, and, right. and I so much more. It's so well, but it's it, it's actually it's not even just so much more. It, like the Sunday morning is almost kind of like the the, the the fruit. Um, like it's absolutely. You know what I mean? Like it's like the other stuff is like really what what it's for. It's service. Um, a lot of yeah, what we talk right. about is, is service. It's about building yep. relationships. That's like mm -hmm. I always like I I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna get too preachy on my end, but it's like to me, the misconception about uh, Christianity which is built by Christians, right? The Christians are the ones who right. really failed Christianity. Um, but it's still, That's it's right. like the misconception of it is it's like, yeah, it's, you know, it's hellfire and brimstone. Um, and it's like, it's well, actually, so not that, yeah. like Jesus came and talked about serving the poor and helping those in That's need right. um, more than anything else. Um, and, well, and, you know, and when you look at it, like Jesus said, when you've done it to the least of these, you've done it to me. Yeah. And what I've found is when I'm, 
quote, whatever the least of these is, right? Because mm -hmm. like, there are days where I feel like I'm the least of these. And so, but what I've learned is when I'm serving, when we're building a wheelchair ramp for a widow or for somebody who's disabled or cutting widow's yards or ministering to people like, it's like you said, man, Sunday mornings are, for me, it's just like the cherry on the top of the cake. Yeah. And the cake is everything else that happens through the week. Like it happens all like blessing people that'll never know that you were doing something to bless them. Um, uh, helping people that are that are in need and and what happens is you begin to find out how much more you are in actually in need of Jesus maybe not as like everybody's in need of Jesus right like but you find out how much more you need him through serving and you find out how much more of kind of the least of these you are because none of us have it all together and none of us like on my very best day I'm still not a very good person aside from my walk with God, you know, yeah. my walk with Jesus. And so, so for me, when you've done it unto the least of these, you've done it unto me. And so that's how I look at it. Like God, God, I'm serving these people because I want to serve you. Reach that, man. And so, well, that's, and that, that's kind of my so that actually is an easy segue into to wellness and fitness then. Um, so yeah. those of you who have stuck around, <laughs> um, thank you so much. Um, yeah. Those of you who, who begrudgingly stuck around, cause I promised, um, I, okay. So that's a lot of stress. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of commitment. Um, yeah. but that, that's a lot of tension that you can have in a given week in a given day. Um, yeah. so before rise 45, uh, what did you do just when it comes to, you know, how much did you exercise? How, how was your fitness prior to jumping into rise 45? Man, honestly, like I thought I was doing well. You know, but then I did rise 45 and I'm like, oh, I suck at all this. Like I had to, I can't, Dan, there, out of, if there was four parts to a workout, I was Googling three parts of it because I had no clue what it was that I was supposed to be doing. And so in the middle of the gym, like, okay, I know I need a barbell and some weights. Uh, and, and I'm like, what is an overhead squat? I'm like, what is that? Like, what is a hand clean? You know, like none of those things. I didn't know any of those. Yeah. And so, um, I had, so right before rise 45, I had uh, shoulder surgery. And so they actually had to clip my bicep, uh, drill a hole through a bone and relocate it. Ooh. And so that was probably five months before rise 45. Um, yeah, four and a half, five months, something like that. And, uh, so I, I played sports in high school. I did all that. I played soccer, did football. Um, it was an RTC. You kind of got to be a little bit in shape for that kind of stuff. Um, you know, so I, I did all that. Um, but I was not, I was not your guy that's like, you would look at him and be like, yeah, he's he's been in the gym. As a matter of fact, they used to call me Candy Machine Eddie. And so uh, that tells <laughs> you about how well I ate. Okay, yeah, let's sit on that one for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. writing that down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that uh, that goes to uh, – I, I feel like there's a, a nutrition component there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was the hardest thing for me at Rise 45 was the nutrition because I would just eat anything, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, like – I think I told y'all this. It was nothing for me to sit down. I love sour cream and onion chips. I still do to this day. But it was nothing for me to sit down with a, a family-sized bag of sour cream and onion chips and eat it before we finished watching the TV show and be like, man, this thing was brand new when I opened it. How did I get to the bottom Where of it already? Did it go? <laughs> exactly, because I what, didn't eat it, you know? What kind, what kind of – like what, like Lay's? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lay's sour cream and onion. Yeah, that's I feel like jam, that's man. when you – I had some today. That that's when you make the choice to be like, well, I'll have some left over if I do the uh, the party size instead of the family size, and you just go through that one as well. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's, it does not matter, dude. Yeah. I've gotten up. You I still find the bottom. Bag. Yep. 
That's right. I finished I finished the bag and before literally the day before Raz forty five, I finished the bag and went to the grocery store and got another smaller bag and ate that <laughs> on my way back to the house. It oh, was bad, y'all. It was, it's, that's it's, awful it and good. awesome. It makes me Yeah. It just made me think about uh Stephen King. Uh, is you know awesome writer. I'm I'm a writer. I love I love Stephen King. I find Stephen King very inspiring when it comes to creation. Um, and yeah. Stephen King he has a book called On Writing. Um, such a good book. It's a great book. Come and um, I think it's a great book whether you're a, a fiction writer or nonfiction writer. Oh, yeah. Just it's just tools in the toolbox. There's so many good lessons. But he talks about his struggle with alcoholism. And cool. when he first starts going to AA, um, the, the his uh, his sponsor says, "Well, okay, how much?" how much beer do you, or how much alcohol do you drink every night? And his answer was all of it. <laughs> and he's like, well, how much is all of it? And he's like, well, it just depends what I have at home. Right. If I have yeah. a case, I drink all of it. If I have two yeah. bottles, I drink all of it. And, and yeah. so Eddie, sour cream and onion. All chips. of it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like it was rough, dude. There was a time where I told my wife, I'm like, you're going to have to take my card, my, my bank card. Cause I just can't stop. Like it's an addiction, no. man. Like people, for me, you know, and it sounds foolish to say that, but like people are addicted to things that are so much worse for them. But for me, that was, it was an addiction, you know, and yeah. so it's still an addiction that I got to fight every day. Like I bought a bag of chips on our vacation, which got back from, and I taught myself into only eating 17 a day, seven, not 17 bags, 17 chips a day. <laughs> 17 bags would be impressive. Like, like, that would like, be bad. I won rise 45 and only ate 17 bags of chips every day. <laughs> That was my diet. <laughs> uh, I, I did have to do 17 chips a day, though. And so that was my thing. Uh, it's like, well, I got to have them. I mean, in reality, that's, you know, that's one of the best way to do things, right? If you put full, especially on things like nutrition, you put full restriction on it, it, it just makes yeah. you want it more. Mm -hmm. And and that's so, exactly like, right. so if you're able to just be like, you know what? Like, you know, I tell I tell any of my nutrition clients, I always say, you know, like, eat the dang cookie. You know, like, like people, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like people are eat like, just, just eat the dang cookie. Cause like, That's if right. you don't, you're going to, you're going to regret it and you're going to eat an entire sleeve tonight. So That's right. just eat the dang cookie. I mean, <laughs> yeah, what do they say? Everything in moderation, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah there's no, with, 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 I mean, I, so, so actually we'll, and we'll jump into this. When you, when you started rise 45, did you do macros? Um, so I, when I, I had no clue what a macro was when okay. I started, Good start. um, I literally just, I had, I had been in the gym probably since my shoulder surgery. I like, I started with some five pound weights. Right. And I just told my, like my fitness coach, I'm like, look, I, I suck at this. Like I eat everything. Like we'll go get groceries and I'll eat everything in two days and then we have to get more. So like, I need, I need somebody to tell me how I need to eat. Cause if mm. I can see a list of like, eat these things, don't eat these things, you know, like eat these things at this time, I feel like that would help me so much. And so she gave me some pointers. And then, uh, and I love the fact that with rise 45, y'all, y'all partnered, partnered us with a nutritionist. And so when she called and said, Hey, what are you thinking about? How are you thinking about your nutrition? I said, well, this, I literally read her what, what I had and said, this is what I'm thinking. I hadn't started it yet. And she's like, I mean, this is perfect. Yeah, go ahead with that. And I'm like, okay, you have any other pointers? And then she's like, eat some cauliflower and, you know, put this stuff in your smoothie, da da da, da and it'll help. Oh, excuse me. And so I was like, okay, cool. And so I was, I was doing all that stuff and didn't even realize I was doing it at the time, like when, when Rise 45 started. And so I think that's yeah. kind of what helped me 
see the results that I saw so fast. 100%. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So before, I mean, were you, I know that you said there, there wasn't a whole lot there, but I mean, like before, um, when you were younger, like high school, anything like that, like, did you have an athletic background besides, um, you know, I think you said ROTC, um, but like outside of that. Right. So I wrestled, um, in middle school and then I wrestled again in high school. We, my parents moved around a lot. And so, um, so I wrestled. Uh, played football. I hurt my knee, so I couldn't play that anymore. Uh, of course, ROTC, like you mentioned, I uh, did. I played soccer for nine years, so I was very active, and uh, I ran track for our school. Um, and so I, I was very active. But again, I mean, at that age, with your metabolism, you could just eat whatever you want, you know. And so, <laughs> hence, hence the name Candy Machine that they gave me. And I would just eat that and get just junk all the time and not gain any weight. I mean, I, I was. 145 pounds all through high school and like 4.8% body fat because yeah. of all the sports that I did. And, uh, so I, and we had to be in the gym for, you know, for like weightlifting and things like that, but I just never took it seriously. I just kind of was like, yeah, let's throw some stuff on there and talk, you know? And that's, that was really the extent of my, like my weightlifting and things like that. But I was athletic. I did, I did run a lot in track. And to this day, I'll tell you that I still do not like to run. I know I need to, <laughs> Um, but you know, Hey, that's just running for some other people other than me. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Candy machine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Candy machine. Uh, How old were you when you got that nickname? Oh my gosh. Uh, freshman in high school. So, and, and did you like that nickname? I mean, they made me a beanie with it on the back of it. Like, grant monogram on the back so i just roll with it dude i was like I'll, i will accept it and eat all of it <laughs> what was your what was your go-to from uh from the candy machine sour cream and onion chips man <laughs> just every time just that just... <laughs> yeah <laughs> that and them little chocolate donuts bro that, that was oh yeah <laughs> yeah that's actually that that oh, or a nut rageous those are the two for me like road Ooh. trip foods mm. i'll do one of those yeah two. yeah that's, uh, i'll those be i'll good. probably end up having i think i'm gonna do nut rageous today on the drive we got we're leaving right nice. after this so i'm, I'm like hey i think we're that's gonna... what i'm talking about yeah man but, yeah, those star donuts, crunch man. was big for me too i don't know oh. if y'all remember star crunch the the little debbies or is that what they yeah. were yeah yeah, yeah it was like those. De- like yeah those things were so good yeah. oh i, I might have to go get some of them <laughs> i've been eating a while i don't like this yeah. conversation <laughs> <laughs> you asked, shifting bro. gears yeah i did i that was my bad that was my bad candy it's machine all good. It's all good. Um, does it anybody still call you candy machine <laughs> no just you <laughs> <laughs> your wife doesn't call you candy machine like if you're like extra no, sweet she, like she's not hey candy machine dude, no, no nothing like not that. that sweet no. No. no we went to the same high dude we went to the same high school i graduated the year before her and we never met each other wow it's crazy it's crazy mm-hmm. and we okay. live five minutes from each other and we never ran in the same friend circle or anything like that it was crazy man wow I feel like she should call you just to make up for lost time. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. So switching gears a little bit from there, how did you find yeah. FNX? How did that happen? Man, it was crazy. So I, I literally um, had uh, – uh, so right before my shoulder surgery, I had this crazy like numbness running down the right side of my body from like my shoulder all the way down to my leg. 
Um, and they were probably battled it for the better, the better of a year, uh, almost a year and a half. And there were days where I couldn't even get out of bed. Mm. Um, and it would just like, it would just hit in a moment. Like it would, I would, I would, I would either my shoulder would hit something and it would just send almost like a, um, like when you hit your funny bone, like that kind of tingling sensation, but all the way down my leg. And, uh, and I'd start limping and not be able to like my foot. I can remember telling my brain to walk and my foot would just drag the whole time. Um, so it, it was really crazy. And I just remember not being able to sleep and being in a bunch of pain one night. And I went to my local gym and, uh, and I was like, I'm gonna try some box jumps. Maybe that'll help. I don't know why I thought that, but it was like, let me just try it. And it's like 1230 in the morning and I'm doing, trying these box jumps and I just do this awesome box jump and I fall flat on my face. And I'm like, this is horrible. I got to figure out something to do. And so I started looking on, you know, cause everybody looks on Instagram when they're in the gym. And so I'm looking on Instagram and, um, I'm scrolling through some stuff and I'm, I'm looking up, you know, like hashtag fitness and things like that. And all of a sudden I see this thing that says recruiting ambassadors. And I'm like, well, what's an ambassador number one. <laughs> and, uh, and I started seeing some pictures on there. And so it, it said, just DM us. So I, I sent the DM and I was like, you know, I just need some help. And so, um, the next day I got a, DM back and saying, Hey, look, we'd like to get in touch with you. We'd like to have somebody call you, you know, okay, cool. So I filled out the little deal. And then one of the guys from FNX called me and said, Hey, what do you know about our company? And I said, Hey, just that y'all are recruiting ambassadors. I don't know anything else. And uh, so the guy started to talk to me about what the company was about. And I had noticed that y'all do um, for everything that's, that's every product that's sold, y'all donate a gallon of clean drinking water. So I really latched onto that. And I was like, I think I'll give this company a try because of that, because I, that's something I can get behind, you know, as a pastor, I'm like, I love to help hurting people. And if y'all are going to help people who need drinking water, man, I, I mean, I've not really tried any, you know, uh, any supplements or anything like that before any products, but I'll go, I'm willing to try it because y'all are going to give a gallon of drinking water away when I do that. And so uh, so that kind of started the whole process with FNX, and then it went. It was a couple months after that that um, y'all had posted that y'all were going to be doing Rise Forty Five, and told my wife I was like, "Hey, I think I might try this uh, this Forty Five Day Fitness Challenge." And she immediately, Dan, she immediately told me, "And you can't make this up." She immediately said, "I think you can win it," and I'm like, "I mean, no, maybe <laughs> like tenth place, maybe depending on how many people." But like, have you looked at me? There's no way I'm going to win it. And, uh, and so, especially with all that stuff I had going on, you know, on, on the right side of my body with all my nerve damage, which they said I had severe nerve damage. And I'm like, from what? I didn't do anything to get severe nerve damage. <laughs> and so, um, and the Lord healed me of that. And it wasn't much longer after that, that I had mentioned to her about Rise 45. And she's like, you can win it. And I'm like, there's no way. I'm not fit at all. <laughs> I see these pictures of these people that are going to compete and they are way more healthy than I am. What our partners are for, right? Make sure that we know things that we don't know. Yeah, they, they, they're gonna inspire <laughs> right. you. They're gonna they're gonna believe in you, even when when we're like, no, nah, I'm just a bum, and they're like, yes, yeah. but you're my bum. Yeah, and, and you're special. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and they'll call you to the carpet when you need to be called to the carpet too. That's right. So. Hey, preach that. Preach that. I like that. Um, so so you joined Rise Forty Five Summer Shred. So this yeah. is version yes. two. It's my T-shirt. 
Yeah, rocking it. See? Yeah. yeah. That's, one, that's one of my that's favorite right. shirts we've released, too, man. That shirt Mine, is. too, man. I wish I had more of them, to be hey. honest with you. I might have a couple left over. You just hit me up, man. Hey. Can we put be... candy machine on the back of it or something? <laughs> <laughs> I, probably, you know, I probably know a guy. No guy. We get a, one of those cricket things out there. Hook you up, man. That's funny. Let's do it. Uh, I love that. I love that. So, so you joined Rise 45. But I recall that at like the midway point, you wanted to quit. Oh, bro, 100%. I think it was like, I don't even think it was a midway point, to be honest. Of 45 days, so it was probably like day 12 or 13. Oh, wow. And so I was like, I just can't do this. Like I, I, like, I miss all the food that I eat, you know? Like, I just miss it. And so, like, seven eggs a day is easy for some people, but, like, I struggle to eat two a day, you know? And so, like, I, I missed the food. I missed, like not drinking as much water because i i mean 96 ounces is a lot of water bro and so <laughs> I, I, I was struggling to drink my water i was i felt like an idiot in the gym because i'm sitting here googling stuff like what what's a power clean and i don't know what that is and i'm having to watch a video so i don't hurt myself so i can do it right and people are just looking at me like why are you even here you know i'm like come here because i'm trying to win man. <laughs> so you know and then the supplementation like the supplements are great but I'd never taken supplements a day in my life. And so I'm like, I don't know when I'm supposed to be taking these, how much I'm supposed to be taking, all that. And so, um, man, I, I tell you what, though, like when I, I made a post that said, I, I feel like I've hit a wall. I feel like I can't do this anymore. Does anybody ever feel like this? Because I'd never felt like that before. And, um, and man, just the responses from other people that were in Rise 45, like other people I was actually competing against saying hey you can do this you know it's like you you're you're halfway there or you're almost halfway there like keep going you know hey people direct message me saying hey i'll help hold you accountable if you want like i'm here to help you let's do this together oh, wow. and uh because you know sometimes you go in the gym and it can be full of people but you feel like you're all by yourself in there and you know and that's that's whether it's in the gym or in life you know you just you're walking through something and you feel like you're by yourself and you know for those 45 days i was like man my wife is having to take care of getting the kids ready for school and waking them up and doing all that because the only time I could commit to going was early in the morning. And I didn't think it was going to take me two and a half hours to, to do these workouts, but I didn't know what I was doing. So I had to do my research and, <laughs> and it was crazy, but it was, it was worth it. Um, it was probably one of the hardest things I've ever done in my mm -hmm. life. Um, but it was one of the, one of the most rewarding things I've ever done in my life too, because I've, I learned more about myself, um, not just physically, but spiritually. I learned more about myself emotionally. I learned more about, uh, my family dynamics, like how, when I am healthier, how the health of my family is better as well. Um, and not, not just the health of my family, but the health of the ministry that I lead. And I had people that would stop me in church on Sunday and say, on Sundays and just say, look, I, I don't know if this is going to sound weird, but, um, you looking good. And I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. I appreciate it. You know? And, and, and they would say, but the reason I'm stopping you is because you seem like you're just way more confident in who God's called you to be. And, uh, I sat back the first time I heard it, I was like, you know what? That's right. I am more confident. It's not like a cockiness or an arrogance, but I'm confident because I'm healthier. Cause I feel mm -hmm. better because because I have surrounded myself with like-minded people who 
want to better themselves as well, not just spiritually, but physically with Rise 45. And, uh, and so for me, that was, man, that was one of the hugest wins I could have this year was to be a part of that and um, not just see the results that I, I've seen, but to meet people that are genuine and honest and sincere and more than wanting to win a competition, want you to win at whatever your goal is. You guys just wanted to take a quick break and let you know that we are offering a special for all of our podcast listeners at the fnxfit.com store. So site-wide, you can order any product and use fnxpod at checkout to get 30% off your next order. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, when we when we did the first iteration of Rise 45, the I think that was something that we noticed where it was like the community that rallied I mean, like the first yeah. iteration of Rise 45, I remember like we were at day like 30 and people were already were like, hey, let's run it back like day 47. You guys take yeah, it. We right. can all take off day 46 and day 47. Let's jump back into it. It was let's like the it. amount of yeah. people who were just so committed. And, and so when we were prepping for Summer Shred, that was something that we talked a lot about where we were like, okay, how do we capitalize on this community to really like yeah. build people up? Um, you know, I've had an opportunity over the last few weeks to chat with a lot of our our new sponsored athletes so you know we're, mm-hmm. we're kind of we're, we're taking a different approach we're chatting with some people about sponsorships and yeah. and one of the things that I'm, I'm pretty adamant about when it comes to these sponsored athletes is it's like you got to fit within the culture um we did a That's poll right. a little while back on our ambassadors uh or to our ambassadors and we're talking like a year and a half ago um where we asked them mm-hmm. about you know what they loved the most about us and number one was a culture cool. that's right um, which I got to tell you, pretty cool. Um, also we are not a culture company, you know, per se, we're, we're like, we're a brand that sells supplements. And, and so, but it's like, I think it's so my own personal opinion. My own personal conviction is that is a testament to Adrian, um, That's you right. know, Adrian and our CEO, Skylar, uh, those two, the culture that they've established and the messaging that they, they push out, um, but to know that that's what resonates, it's like, okay, so what we want to do is we want to have these extensions of the culture. We want to have those yeah. out there for people to see and people to experience and people to feel and notice and and then for them to replicate out into the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, that's right. What that looks like is obviously different for different people. Sure. Um, and, but when it comes down to it, like the, the Facebook group, the private Facebook group, which, um, you know, yep. is still active. I just saw somebody post yesterday. Um, yeah. or this morning, it might even be this morning. Um, but I think it was this morning. Yeah. Right. And, and it's just like, oh yeah, man, that's the squad. That's the squad right there. Sorry. Like, the, you know, um, what, what, what for you was the hardest part of rise 45? Hands down the nutrition, man. Nutrition it was, was, that was the hardest part for me. Uh, I can't say it enough. You know, like I just, I never ate right. Um, but since, and, and I, I didn't realize I'd enjoy some of the things that I'm enjoying eating now um, just because I, I didn't eat hardly anything but junk. And so I was super picky, um, but I didn't, I didn't realize, you know, Hey, I'll enjoy some stuff in my smoothies and, and on my, you know, burger without bun, you know, with stuff on top of it. I didn't realize I'd enjoy some of the stuff that I like to eat and snack on now. Um, but I will say that even now after rise 45 is done, I'm still at the place where I'm like, okay, this has about this many grams of protein and this has about this many carbs. Like, and so I'm, I'm still counting all those things now. Um, now I'm not as rigid as I was during rise 45 with it, but I'm still keeping all that in my mind. And so I feel like that, even though nutrition was the hardest for me, 
Um, it was one of the things that has stuck with me the most through Rise 45. And it's one of the things that I kind of still rely on now. So that way I can still continue to see my gains and, and continue, you know, to, um, to build a healthy nutrition, even for my kids, because now they've seen me, my daughter's 10, my son's six, and then we have a year and a half old. And so for 10 years and six years, they see me just eat a bunch of junk all the time. And so now I'm like, no, let's not go to McDonald's. Let's go, you know, let, let's go get some grilled chicken somewhere, or let, let's go to this place that's, in our community that is really good and it's, it's home cooked food and it's better for you than say a fast food restaurant is. And so um, hands down, the hardest part for me was the nutrition aspect of it. So, I mean, uh, piggybacking on that, if you, you're saying that that's, that was the hardest part. Would you, I mean, from what you were saying, would you also say that that's the thing that, um, is almost kind of a non-negotiable moving forward is just keeping with that nutrition. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. Now I'm not as, like I said, I'm not as, um, as rigid as I was with it during rise 45. Right. Um, so like I will have like 20 or 25 sour cream onion chips instead of 17, you know? So like <laughs> it's, it's not much more, but it's just, you know, it's just figuring out like, okay, how because you know what one of the things i just thought about this one of the things that i learned in rise 45 with my nutrition is that what i eat the day before is what affects me in the next day in the gym and so yeah. it affects my mood in the gym and i never knew that it affects my mood in the gym it affects my my ability to lift better in the gym it affects my um my overall wanting to be in the gym you know and so um uh, the, depending on what I ate the day before, I'm, I've learned and I'm still learning that they affect so much more than just like, oh, I see it, I want to eat it. And so it, it's way more than that now for me. But yeah, I feel like nutrition was the hardest part for me, but it's the one that I have stuck to the most since Rise 45 has been over. Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, I personally think it, can, it, it makes sense that you were able to, and it, it shows a little bit of... Um, that you kind of progressed in that, that you were able to be like, yeah, you know, I'm still going to eat, I'm going to eat 25 sour cream and onion chips instead of 17, right? Because <laughs> our, our nutrition is always based on goals as well, right? So if your That's goal right. is to win Rise 45, right, then you're going to cut things out. Right. You're going to make little sacrifices here right. and there. If your goal is to be a healthy individual and an example for your yeah. kids and other people in your life, then 25 right. versus 17 chips isn't going to change that, right? Right, right. That's right. That's right. Okay, so so an extension just with the diet. Did you find any like kind of jumping into Rise Forty Five, making this this pretty drastic change of nutrition? Um, did you find yeah. any particular sneaky foods that worked really well for you? Man, so I found that, and this, I mean, I don't know. I I never thought about this before, but I found that like putting triple wash baby spinach in my, um, in my shakes every day, uh, in my blender and everything. I, I found that that made my time in the gym better. Um, and it, it was just healthier for me. Um, what else was it? Uh, I mean, I'd still eat pizza, but just not nearly as much, but mm. I really found that, uh, you know, cause everybody was, was telling me like, Hey, you need to eat this type of fish or you need to eat this type of beef. But man, the thing for me that I really enjoyed was it was just some organic ground turkey meat and eating that with a little bit of seasoning on it because I do live in the South and so we got to have flavor in our food. A little bit of seasoning on it mixed, you know, with some some 
them eggs because you got to get them eggs in and uh, and some rice. So I would do, I would do more than rice, man. Man, I feel like this is was wrong, but it tasted so good, Dan. Oh my gosh, I would huh. do the the organic turkey meat uh, with the eggs, and then I would do some some noodles and make them like hibachi style noodles. I'd make them at home in our wok. And I would I would portion those. At first, I was doing like a cup of noodles and like a four a half of a cup of of ground turkey meat. And then when I realized like that's probably not the healthiest, let me swap those around. And so I started doing a fourth a cup of the noodles and a full cup or sometimes a cup and a half of organic turkey meat. And man, I just saw I saw my mood change. I saw uh, like I was getting more gains. Of course, I was taking in more protein and stuff. Um, but that was probably my favorite meal. All of Roz 45 was that organic turkey meat and those eggs, man. Like I'd, I'd eat those and my wife was like, man, is that good? I'm like, babe, it's the best thing I've had in 37 days. I'll tell you what. <laughs> and she was like, can I have some of that? I'm like, no, you can't have none. And I, I realized like <laughs> I would sit down with a bowl full of it and I would look down and it was gone. And I'm like, Hey, I'm not as hungry. I'm still kind of hungry, but I feel full. And I don't feel like I've ever felt that way before. I, mm. I feel like I've always felt like, I mean, I'm going to eat until I'm like, oh, I can't eat no more. Like, oh, that was so good. But it wasn't good for me because I was eating so much, you know? And uh, and so I, I guess, I, I don't know if that answers your question, but I, I feel like that was my, like my main staple in Rise 45 was the spinach in my in my smoothie and then the organic turkey meat was was killer for me i still do it to this day i did some i'm gonna do some as a matter of fact when we get done that's what i'm making for dinner i just decided so, so okay organic turkey organic turkey ground turkey right you said mm-hmm. ground ground turkey yep noodles yep yep some eggs. uh some just uh and what yep, kind of spices because i i want to try this i'm you've oh okay you've, <clears throat> no, right? right. you've written this one down you've grabbed so, my curiosity yeah so okay so your noodles man they got to be like three day, three day refrigerated noodles. You can't do like cooking noodles and then put it in there cause it won't soak up the taste as much. Right. And so, um, I would do, uh, what is it called? Um, I would do low sodium soy sauce, uh, a cup, a fourth, a cup of that. Um, and that's kind of to taste too, but my noodles, like you got, you got to know I'm doing like five, six, seven cups of noodles, right? Cause I'm making it for the whole week. And so well, actually that's like almost two weeks. And so I'm making all those noodles. So I'll do that. I'll do some, um, what else was it? Uh, some Tony, some Tony's more spice, just kind of sprinkle that back and forth on there. Um, a little onion, salt, garlic powder, a uh, little bit of butter, not a whole lot of butter, just enough to kind of get the bottom of the wok going. Um, I'll do five, Two whole eggs, four eggs, just the egg whites in there. Scramble all those up. That's the very first thing you got to do. Then I would have some green onions in there. I would have some some carrots that I would shred. I would shred the carrots and chop them up real fine, put them in there. I would have some onions in there. Some yellow onions are really good in there. Um, What else did I put in there? this sounds amazing yeah right it's so good dude oh my gosh <laughs> yeah. it's so good my mouth's kind of watering thinking about it well, and that yeah, was I the other thing too that was it. the other thing about rise 45 that i appreciate and, and camille actually was kind of like i feel like she was like one of the main driving forces is she was in the rise 45 group and like sharing recipes and yes. I was like, hey try this yes. hey do this like camille camille is one that of those awesome. 
uh, one of one of our our other elites, and and she's somebody who it's like she definitely kind of spearheaded like the I want to say the joy of yes, like just hey man, let's get a little weird with our food. It's yeah. okay. Let's let's think let's, outside. Let's mix stuff, mix stuff, figure up. some yeah. stuff out. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's so good. How did you manage your water intake? Because I feel like that's something people talk a lot about too. Uh, oh. It was rough. It was rough. I mean, I remember I was listening to last week when y'all were talking about it too. And, and I just remember getting up and having to go to the bathroom all the time at night. I'm like, God, I'm not going to get my seven hours doing this. Like we got to figure something out. And so for me, I had like, um, like one of those big, I still have it. I have two of them in the refrigerator, but, uh, two big, like 26 ounce jugs, 26, 36 ounce jugs of orange juice. And so once the orange juice is gone, I'd fill that up with water sticking in the fridge the night before. And I just made sure that while I was working out, cause you know, not doing these workouts before I'd sweat a whole lot and I'm so thirsty. And so I would just, by the time I got done one of those workouts, one of those jugs of water was completely gone. So that was the majority of the water I needed for the day. But I did have another one when I come home and uh, I would just sip on that throughout the day. And so my goal was 96 total ounces of water. And there were days where I'd hit like 115, 120 ounces of water, especially if we were cutting a bunch of yards, I'd hit so much more water. And, uh, and so for me that at the beginning, keeping track of my water, making sure I was drinking enough, it was kind of like a hassle, but towards the end of it, I realized like, man, it's healthier for me. It's healthier than all the sweet tea that I'm drinking, even though it's got water in it, it's healthier than all the, the sodas that I drink or coffee that I'm drinking. It's just, it's just better for me to have that water. And so by the end of it, man, I was, I was finishing two, almost three, you know, big old things of the, those orange juices of water. Yeah. It's, I mean, I know, I know the, you know, demoing rise 45, the few times now that I have and doing it, um, water is, it's sneaky hard, man. Um, it is, it, you know, especially if, I mean, this was like summer shred, but like during the winter, like drinking yeah. that much water in the winter is so difficult. It, it really is. Yeah. Cause yeah. like you're yeah, like I mean, and, and during the winter for me, it's like during the winter I just want coffee. Yeah, yeah, that's all I want. Like I don't need water. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't. I don't need this. I, right. I'm gonna have water. I'm gonna have uh, restart that has caffeine in it. Yeah. Right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and I'm gonna finish my night with retire. Uh huh. Because then it has, yeah. you know, it's gonna help me go to sleep, and and that's really all I want. Um. So yeah, but that that's still it's tough, man. It's a tough draw. That's summer shred. Um, you know, and, and I think at that point, I think we were actually out of reburst for a cool minute. So, you know, you can yeah, even, I didn't know anything about reburst. Well, I did, I said, I take that back. I didn't get my reburst until we were like 15 days into it, man. And I'm like, this is the best stuff ever. Oh my yeah. gosh. It makes my water taste so much better. But the only caffeine I had during rise 45 was what was in the, in the pre-workout stuff, man. That was it. That's amazing. You don't crazy. drink coffee? It you was, drink coffee normally? Uh, normally, yeah. So now, so I was, I was probably six, seven cups a day before rise 45 and, uh, and caffeine was one of the things that I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to try to like not kill myself by drinking so much coffee, you know? And, uh, and I, I, I surprisingly just quit it cold Turkey, which is insane. But insane. I think the, like the saving grace for me was FNX is pre-workout. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> So, I mean, I just had, I had a cup every day on vacation. I'm just going to say, like, I had my <laughs> coffee on vacation. Yeah, we needed it, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't blame you. You deserve it. You des- you've earned it, buddy. You've earned it. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. 110% you've earned it. That's right. <laughs> okay. All right. 
Uh, let's see. Water intake. What was your favorite part of Rise 45? Outside of the, favorite the, part, the, the, the ground turkey mix. <laughs> yes, that was really And outside good. of winning it, too, because, I mean, that's obviously the best Finding part, a new recipe, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm still – I told my wife today, I was like, man, you know I got that interview today. I still can't believe I won that. And she's like, I mean, when are you just going to listen to me? And I'm like, <laughs> sorry, we'll start today. Yep. But, um, start yeah, today. so my favorite – that's right. My favorite part of it um, – Man, was the devotionals, was the the daily devotionals that you had us doing. I know that's probably not everybody's cup of tea. Um, and so I think we called it mindfulness. And so um, I'm already spending my time with the Lord, already spending my, my time reading my Bible. <clears throat> but it was just, it was cool to be able to say that was a part of the challenge for everybody was to have some type of mindfulness. And so um, for me, that was awesome. Uh, that was probably my favorite part because I would, I would, before I'd walk into the gym, I would, uh, I think we had a, a version Bible app, um, deal going on there. And, uh, and it was awesome just to see everybody's comments and how everybody, whatever the topic was or the scripture was for that particular day to see, you know, sometimes the nine, 10, 12 people, how they would comment and how they felt like the Lord was speaking to them through it. And so it was cool because there were days where I'm like, man, I never, I've read that scripture so many times. And I've never once saw that. And so for me, that was, that was enlightening. It was, it was kind of eye-opening to me. And then, um, and then just seeing everybody's responses from that. And uh, the fact that after Rise 45 was over, we were still all doing it. And so that was, that was pretty cool. That was my favorite part of Rise 45, other than winning it, of course. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, it, it was definitely for us. Um, I, I, this, we've done that for the last two. Um, I love that you switched his name to Candy Machine. I know. So for those listening to the pod, we we have our our, our little graphic, um, and and now we have our graphic <laughs> listed for Eddie. Is his name is now Candy Machine uh, That's forever. Awesome. Um, Should have told you that. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh man, you better listen. Now it's on the internet. Yeah. So. When you come, That's you're coming right. to the Elite Training Camp next week, buddy. You better oh, believe. Yeah, hey, I'm so excited, man. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, when you sign, when you uh, when you wear that name patch, you better believe you better write on their candy machine. Hey, <laughs> hey, what? If not, I'm sure somebody will for me. Somebody will for you. <laughs> somebody <laughs> would <right>. be me. <laughs> hey, let's go. Um, but now, like the the devotional piece, like it was somewhere. It's like it's not. It, so mindfulness for us is something that, um, you know, from for a general conviction between Adrian and I as as kind of the co-creators of of Rise Forty Five. Um, it was something that went for both of us. It was like, listen, you know, people need a moment to slow down. Um, yeah. people need like so often with these things, it's all a big rush and, and it yeah. creates burnout. Um, just like life, That's it right. happens in life, right? If you're, if you're not getting quiet time in a given day, you're really gonna, you're gonna harm yourself. You just are. Yeah. Um, That's right. and, and I knew like, for me, it was like my, that quiet time was going to be a quiet time. It was, it was going to be time with, mm -hmm. with, uh, open scriptures and, and with some kind of devotion of some sort. And I thought, hey, like yeah. the first one I remember being like, I think it'd be kind of a cool idea to just say like, hey, I'm going to do it. It's not going to help you win, uh, anything like that. Right. But, you know, it is like it's going to count for mindfulness because it's mindfulness. Yeah. Um, five to That's ten right. minutes a day of, you know, and it, I mean, I think what we said was like podcast, book, movie, uh, television mm -hmm. that is not, you know, like more like documentary style. Like it's something more right. mind geared. Um, That's right. But it's or meditation, prayer. Um, however you so choose to do it, but it's slow down. Um, that's right. Give yourself a beat. And and it is, it is, a, it was a joy to, to see a lot of the comments and, 
and to get to be a part of that. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's one of the things that, um, you know, I think makes me uh, most proud of just, you know, getting to be around for people's like, development and growth and, and seeing people's yeah. responses because it did spark some interesting conversations, to say the least. And I got to be honest with you. That's right. I didn't even like that that uh, devotional. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was kind of tough, man. I'm not it was lie. tough. I'm like, oh, man, what did he pick? Golly. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was like, oh, it was bad. Like, I remember, like, I was, like, day six, and I was like, this was the wrong one. <laughs> this is really boring. <laughs> yeah. But good luck trying to yeah. find a 50-day devotional or a 45-day devotional, right. man. Like, they right. don't make those. Um, no, especially, no. and if they do, it's like some, you know – some guy who wants who's just bloviating and it's just like all right let's get to the scriptures <laughs> let's get hey, to the scriptures now we know why this they only says. made that one huh? yeah yeah straight up yeah everybody else like no no you, you you you're good stay there um, yeah and i was actually, look and i'm going through it What's yeah that? i was say which actually is a good little segue rise 45 version 3 aka monster mentality let's launching go. soon how soon you couple, may ask? A couple weeks, huh? Not a couple weeks, baby. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. A week from tomorrow. Yes. Nice little announcement on yeah. the pod. As that is not common. That is not public knowledge. Nice. Yeah. This is this is That's the first time I'm that we've made about. any kind of statement about when we're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna launch Monster Mentality Friday the thirteenth. Ah. Come See what you did on. there, yeah, man. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Um. It was a lot. It was a labor of love for me, man. A lot of work. Um, we were very excited about it. Um, I, I essentially wrote a book uh, for it. Yeah, cool. Um, to help with mental toughness, to help with mentality. I, I I'm gonna get a little soapboxy, yeah. but I have a. I, I look at like the way we talk about mental toughness, and it's super hacky. Um, and a lot of times it's like, you know, Michael Jordan being a jerk and also amazing, and it's like, and we think that you have to be a jerk. To be amazing and it's like no man that's not being mentally tough like michael jordan was amazing he's the best basketball player of all time um he's my favorite basketball player of all time but it doesn't change the fact that being uh hated and feared by teammates is not always the best way to go and most of us are not michael jordan um and most of us who feel like that's the only way we can evaluate ourselves to be mentally tough we're, we're setting ourselves up to fail uh, because it makes us pretend to be someone we're not uh, so the whole premise of Monster Mentality and the whole premise of, of really what we've done with Rise 45 from the get-go is bloom where you're planted. Uh, we want you to bloom where you're planted. We want you to be exactly who you are and, and to evolve and to grow and to shift, uh, but to do it at a sustainable and real rate um, to not put on airs. Um, so it's exciting, man. Um, you know, we'll be we'll be launching it. We uh, It'll officially start for everybody in September, so you got a little bit of time, but... It's it's exciting. Um, okay, next question for you, Eddie. Sorry, I had to get that little that little ping in there. So if you're if you're listening, no, that's good. if you're listening either to the pod or on YouTube or in the the Facebook group currently, uh, the thing I'll tell you is just be on the lookout. Yeah. Nice, Chris. Are you gonna do it? Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. Yeah. Right. I, I I I always need to improve. I wasn't gonna say anything. But. <laughs> <laughs> But we have a meeting after this, yeah. and, uh, well, and we'll Let's talk guess. then. It's on the list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, back to you, Eddie. <laughs> How do you balance such a full life, man? I mean, you got work, family, fitness, your own personal spirituality. Because, hey, listen, well, yeah. you, you talked about it. Hurting people hurt, right? 
yeah. and the reality That's is right. like we're all hurting at different levels so how do you keep yourself healed so you got all these things how do you balance it man it's tough you know and to <clears throat> to say i got it all figured out would be a lie um you know i realized <clears throat> through rise 45 and even while we we're on vacation like man, there still is a lot that I need to work on personally, uh, a lot I need to work on spiritually, um, and a lot I need to work on physically. And um, so for me, the biggest thing that I try to, uh, I try to do to be able to balance is constantly ask myself and my wife, um, you know, hey, how, how am I treating my family? I ask my wife, how am I treating you? Is there anything that you see that I need to work on? And before you answer, here's what I see that I need to work on. And for me, a lot of times she's like, yeah, those things are, are right. You need to work on that. Or no, you don't really need to work on this. I'm glad you think that, but that's fine. But you might want to try working on this instead. And so, um, so man, it, it really is a balance. It's hard to, you know, it's hard. I want to spend as much time as I can in the gym now uh, i used to not want to but now i do but it's it's hard because i know that i've got three kids at home and a wife who all three all four of them love me um and i need to be there because i'm supposed to be the the leader of my home the spiritual leader and if i'm not there i can't lead and so i ask my wife a lot a lot hey how am i doing is there anything i need to work on and there are times dan where i've had to where i've had to say look i'm sorry i got it wrong there are times where i, I had to go have to go back to my kids and say look i I acted this way and that was not right of me. Please forgive me. And can you please not act that way either? Let's not do, let none of us, let none of us act that way. Let's act more like Jesus. Let's, let's act more like we love and respect each other. And um, man, cause sometimes it's tough, you know, it's tough to, to grind in the gym, to grind at, at work and to come home. And, you know, sometimes if I'm honest, like you just don't want to grind at home, you know, and you don't yeah. want to, you've been grinding all day. And, uh, but I've realized more and more that I have to grind at home. Like the grind doesn't need to start in the gym or at work. My grind needs to start at home because if I can get things right at my home now, now they'll never be perfect. But if I can get them more focused and better at home, then my, my work life is better and my gym life is better. Everything is better. And it all starts with the way I manage my house, the way I lead my family, and the the way I care for my kids and my wife. How often do you ask your wife that? Oh, bro. Oh, my gosh. I probably asked her three times this week. And what, today's, oh, wow. today's Thursday? Yeah. I mean, we're on vacation. So, you know, I mean, like, it's it's fun to be on vacation. But when you get back to the hotel room with three kids, you know, it's, it's rough, man. And so I'm like, hey, did I handle that right? She's like... Yeah, I'm glad you did because I didn't want to have to do that. <laughs> and so, uh, so you know, I mean, now now there are. It's not. I don't ask her three times every week. You know, there are times where I'm like, no, I know how it was. I don't even want to ask you today. You know, <laughs> like I, I know, I know, I didn't I didn't communicate that the right way, or I know my tone in that to our kids was not the way it should be. And uh, I mean, I, sometimes you just got to man up and go apologize. Yeah, nobody likes to, but. It just, it, my, my hope is that my wife and my kids from me being authentic and me, you know, apologizing when I need to apologize and keep my mouth closed when I need to keep, need to keep my mouth closed, but also speaking up when I need to speak up. My hope is that they would see somebody who's true and genuine because the reality is like, 
I think there, there's some crazy statistic that most women marry people that men that are just like their father. And so I want to be a father that my daughter looks at and says, I hope I find a man like you to marry one day. A long time from now, she's 10. So like 40 years from now. Right. <laughs> but I hope that she, yeah, I hope that she gets to the place where she says, no, you're, you're not like my dad. So I, I don't, I don't know. No, I don't want to marry you. And I hope my son will be able to treat, treat women the way that I treat my wife. I feel like, uh, that I've treated her better than I've treated any other woman. Hopefully she would say that as well. Um, and I never do that. Like before Jesus, I trashed women. Like it was, it was not good. I was not, a. I, I told the church Sunday morning, I was like, I was a horrible individual before I met Jesus. And that's just me, you know, like yeah. I, I was just bad. I did things that I should not have done that were very bad and not, not good at all. I was addicted to a bunch of stuff and Man, Jesus set me free from it. And so I don't want my family, I don't want my, my two sons or my daughter or any future kids we might have one day, I don't want them to struggle with the things that I had to struggle with. And so in order for me to help them be who God's called them to be or to be whoever they feel called to be, I've got to get it right at home first. And so that's where the balance has to be at for me is at home. And I don't get it right every day. Um, there, there are days where I feel like I just crushed it and then I asked my wife and she's like, no, it wasn't really that that good today. I'm like, dang, all right, better tomorrow. And so there are times where I've just got to say, hey, look, I'm sorry. I got it wrong. I'm going to try again tomorrow. Hey, I mean, I feel like, um, you know, I, I, I talked about it last time. Uh, just the idea that, you know, I am 37, almost 38, and I'm still trying to get things right. But having, um, yeah, right. I, I feel like it shows a certain amount of maturity to be able to have check-ins like that. Yeah. Whether it's with, mm -hmm. you know, a spouse, a partner, or like coworkers, yeah. family members, like being able That's to right. check in and just, just be like, Hey, um, you know, how are we doing? How, how has mm -hmm. things been going? How do you yeah. feel about it? How, you know, let's talk about this. And like, I, yeah. I, I feel like that's, um, that's pretty great. And just a, a really good um, partnership overall needs that. And I feel like it's lacking a lot yeah. in the world. Yeah. I agree because I think, you know, like you only have your vantage point on, on life. And so when you get other people's vantage point, when you get their views of, of the way things are going, it really helps you to find more of a balance in your life. Because, I mean, let's be honest, like I, I'm the type of person where like either things are way over here or they're way back on this side. You know, like I hardly ever get to the middle. And so asking my wife and even asking my kids, like that's tough to ask your kids sometimes. Like yeah. Oh boy, yeah. even asking, yeah, you know, cause they are brutally honest, like <laughs> brutally honest. Like so much so you're like, why did I even ask you? Like, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. And so it helps you, like it helps that pendulum get somewhere in this area. You know, hard, you hardly ever get it right in the middle. Uh, you know, perfect, but sometimes you get it right around here, which is really dang good. You know? Yeah. Well, I'm a. If if you'll indulge me, I'm gonna quickly yeah. change gears, and sure. um, <clears throat> I gotta ask, what is something that you geek out on? Something outside of your job, something outside of fitness, something that you geek out on. Man. Okay. So. I used to love playing video games, right? And then okay. I got married and had kids. And so now it's, you know, more tough to uh, <laughs> to play video games. But I think the thing that I 
am passionate about other than my family, fitness, and my, my job uh, is hunting. I love to hunt. Oh, I have okay. a bow and I, I love, man, I love to shoot anything that's not illegal that'll walk out in a distance for me to be able to lay it down with my bow. All right. Nice. I, I mean, is it, do you, do you have a favorite, favorite game that you uh, go after? Is it deer, turkey? I mean, like... yeah, I, I, I love to deer hunt. So I, I love, I love to whitetail hunt. Um, okay. Now that, that doesn't mean like if, I've, I've actually never been turkey hunting and I want to be. That's uh, the only hunting just... I've ever done. <laughs> really? Dude, yeah. we got to go, man. Yeah. got to go. Yeah. Look, you take me turkey hunting. I'll take you deer hunting. Perfect. I love it. I love It'd it. It'd be awesome. I'll eat the meat afterwards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, you can have it, Dan. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm in for it. That's great. <laughs> what about you, Dan? Anything for you? Uh, me you nerd like now? Do, oh, geeking out? Yeah. yeah, I got a lot of things I geek out on, bro. Um, <laughs> hunting? So I come from my the, the little little small town. So the high school I went to was Huntington. Um, and it literally like, it was all like, I mean, Central Pennsylvania has, I think it's like the world's seventh largest army in yeah. hunting season. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Um, it's like a bonkers uh, number. Um, like, you know, first day of hunt, uh, first day of buck season, uh, you know, we have off school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody's like, at school. You know, that's right. Yeah. That's yeah, how that's, it is here, too. Yep. Um, but hunting season, like the hunter safety course was during basketball season. So oh. I never went and did my hunter safety course. So it was like, I know how to shoot a gun. I know what I'm doing around, around plenty of firearms. Right. But yeah. I've never got my hunting license. Um, I've shot, uh, shot maybe a few animals in my life uh <laughs> never a deer uh maybe maybe a uh come on a few birds and yeah. you know maybe a bunny rabbit that my mother was very angry about <laughs> yes um, yes some frogs back in the day with the bb gun uh -huh. um yeah you know but i went i went hunting with family um usually i just did it to go drink the moonshine um <laughs> Yeah, you know, like they'd keep the gun. They wouldn't let me have the gun. I was a little too young That's at that right. point, but I wasn't too That's young right. to drink the moonshine. Go figure. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, they pass mean. it around, bro. Yeah. And it kept you warm. Yeah. Um, and I definitely am not <laughs> too young for like deer meat, like deer oh, jerky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, it was so good. My, my cousin, my cousin who I have a really good relationship with, uh, he, he, uh, he mailed me out some bear bologna. Hmm. Oh, my goodness. Really? Oh. Oh, was like it a, just a uh, thick, like a thick, like more of a, a it's a gamey meat. Mm. Oh, buddy. Okay. My mouth's watering. Yeah. Um, Come on, man. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. Okay. So, nice. and, and you're a bow hunter. Do you, do you find bow hunting to be more pure than that of a, uh, of a firearm? <laughs> uh, it's definitely harder for sure. Um, I just feel like the, the deer, they have to get so, so much more close. Oh, yeah. And so literally like you you can have one four foot from you so i i can shoot to about 50 yards i feel comfortable you know smoking the deer laying laying it down um but like man for them to be that close and to hear them sneeze and see all that take place man like it's it's wild bro like it's that. it's awesome there there have been times where i've watched seven eight eight seven or eight does just hang out and play with each other like play fight and i guess they're play fight and i don't really know it looked like they were not serious about it um you know but just like doing all that kind of stuff man and just sit there and laugh bro and it's like watching the sun come up watching deer do their deer stuff or whatever you know and i couldn't shoot any of them because it wasn't doe season i was kind of upset about that but but like man it's just it's fun it's i'm, I'm sitting there i'm like man it's god's creation this is awesome this is great like oh look there's new, some deer 
my new like logo for hunting is deer doing deer stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah, was just going right. to say, like, I, I think that we've established that Eddie thinks that if you hunt with a gun, you're a coward. Yeah, I think right, that's, that's right? what oh, we've yeah. established. <laughs> hey, I, I got a rifle, man, and I, I just don't have anywhere to use it. So that's why yeah. I use my bow so yeah, much. But because if, I, you're, you're... Hey, if somebody will hook, hook a brother up. <laughs> <laughs> hey man if you if you're uh you're looking to hook eddie up you know with maybe a hunting trip come here i mean we got people who you know they hunt here we're in salt lake city people go hunting around here people go to denver um come on. we had some some really funny stories about some some guys on our church and I, some guys i have some good relationships with who went hunting in denver and, and went like like wild hog hunting which that's so much fun dude extremely oh terrifying the idea that there are wild hogs just running out amok right um that's true but, Right. Okay. Okay. Last question. <laughs> Last question, Eddie. All right. This this is, has has been a four hour and eighteen minute podcast, so <laughs> You're about right, give or take. Um, the time has flown for for all of us, though. Yeah. Um, how do you want to be remembered, man? Ooh. Man, <clears throat> I think for me, I would like to be remembered as somebody who was genuine, honest. Like didn't, there wasn't a whole lot of fluff with me. Not, not as in like having fun, but just as in like, you see what you get type of person. Um, somebody hoping that I'd be known as somebody, remembered as somebody that loves the Lord, loves my family. Uh, somebody that was passionate about what, whatever they put their hands to. Um, you know, the Bible says a man that puts his hands to the plow and looks back is not fit. And so I just prayed that I'd be, I wouldn't waste my life doing something that I did halfway, but I'd do it fully with all my heart. Um, and most importantly, I pray that, uh, that my kids, man, after I'm gone, that they, my kids and my wife, that they would all say that I love them more than I loved anything else. And, uh, and that I was true and genuine and, um, that I was a man that was filled with integrity and character. I think that's how I'd want to be. I think that's how I'd want to be remembered. Well, that is a great answer. That's such it's a, a lot answer. to be remembered for. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think you hit on it. It's it's the uh, it's completely committed. Yeah. And yeah, and I right. think you know when it starts and ends there, that's what it makes it just more beautiful. It makes it more earnest and real. Um, yeah. yeah. Eddie, I, I appreciate you jumping in with us, man. It was awesome. It was Thanks awesome for having to, me, man. Get to know you a little bit more direct. Um, sure. obviously, you know, over, the, over this last year, it's been a blast. I'm pumped. You're going to be here next yeah. week for our, uh, our so second excited. Uh, elite training camp. I'm so ready, ready to get killed in fitness, man. It's going to be awesome. Oh, Adrian got some, some real, real bad ones stored up for us. I'm, I'm um, sure after the CrossFit games, let's go, man. Yeah, Shoot. He, yeah. He's here. He's, he's just excited to torture some people. I, I'll just yeah. put it out there. Just being honest. Um, <laughs> that's right. I think with that, I think I think we checked it, man. I think yeah. we, we hit it. Uh, we're right at awesome. that like what seventy five, eighty minute mark. Probably. Yeah, no, that I, Come on, you man. know, that was. I think it was great uh, talking to you and kind of hearing, you know, th this is number three now. Yep. Um, and I feel Come like on. again, we've had a good little little bit of a variety. Uh, you know, each yeah. one has been a little yeah. bit different. Brought something else, uh, you know, something new to the table, and that's kind of the, I mean, it's kind of the point. That's the point, man. Right? That's yeah. kind of the what point we of this. Who we right. are. What's up? Rise 45. Make. F and X. Got my questions <laughs> here. I don't need anything else, man. We're golden. Eddie, you are the man. 
Hey, gang, thank you guys so much for spending the time with us, hanging out with us. Eddie, you got any party thoughts before we roll out? Man, just keep grinding and keep working hard and be true to who you are called to be. Awesome. Rage. <laughs>